I'm Cherish Brown, and I believe in the power of a story well told. I am so fascinated by stories that teach and inspire. On this podcast, I sit down with various people who are taking passionate responsibility for their own lives and giving it their creative best. Creative best. Creative best. Welcome to your Creative Best Podcast. I'm your host, Cherish Brown, and I thank you so much for joining me today. There's a lot of things you could be doing. So the fact that you're here listening to what's going on, it's really, really cool. So I want to say thank you. If you have not already, be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel at Cherish Brown TV. And you can also find all episodes of your Creative Best Podcast wherever you get your podcast from. So Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and so on. So today we're getting into another creative conversation. I sit down with Ladidra Shackelford, who is an entrepreneur, a businesswoman. She's an artist and all around creative. She does so many things. So we're going to catch up with her, see what she's been into. We also get into a bit of some soul conversation, which I always love. You know, I can, I can stay in that lane all day. Here's my conversation with Ladidra. So, so I'm going to start out. I'm going to ask you a question that I ask everyone that I talk to. And it's a question about you. So who is Ladidra Shackelford? All right. So I actually used to hate that question um, because (laughs) it, requires you to kind of go back yes you know who you were and sometimes those things aren't you know they can be embarrassing things like that but um I actually like that question now so Mm -hmm. I'm gonna kind of give you um and I'll try not to be too long with this question but I want to kind of paint a picture right yeah so it's amazing to me how the things you went through as a child kind of frames who you are now Mm. so there's the so I'll go I'll walk you through a few different aspects so there's the creative right Mm -hmm. that most people know about that's what people see but it's like okay well how did you get there so as a child um and I think I kind of shared it in my bio just a little bit like I grew up in a town with like 2,500 people if that okay and so it was like dirt roads it was like me my cousins like a you know, kind of family environment. Mm-hmm. We had like cows across the street, wow. like real country, <laughs> um, like pig pens, things like, like real rural. Right. Yeah. Um, and so with that, we didn't have anything to do. Okay. Like there was nothing to do, like no entertainment. No, like we had the grocery store. We had, mm-hmm. if I wanted fun. I'd go to the grocery store. Right. Or uh, we had to go like two hours away to go to a movie theater, things like that. So very small town. So with that, it was like something in me. um, My cousins considered me the ringleader. And so I would create games and like all Mm -hmm. these fun things to do. Like everybody knew, okay, what did they call me Deidre? What did Deidre have planned for us to do? That would be fun. And like I said, things would literally just come to me. So I would create you know, different things. Like one time we even did an entire production with my cousins. Like it was like the craziest thing. We made an entire tape. We called it the crazy cousins. And so we put it together. Like it was this big production, (laughs) but, but that's kind of how, I don't know what it was, I guess the lack of, you know, 
things to do. Mm-hmm. We we created fun. And so yeah. I think that's how the creativity kind of sparked with me. So okay. that's the creative side, right? I love it. Um, so that's what you get to see today mm-hmm. <laughs> based on, <laughs> I guess, the things that I used to do then. Yeah. But then there's um, the, the businesswoman, you know, I know, you know, you know, you're pretty familiar with some of the things that I have going on on mm-hmm. um, the independent person, but again, that sparked from childhood. So, yeah. um, growing up, we had what we had, but we didn't have, you know, enough, like, you know, low income family, typical mm-hmm. family. Um, so my parents, they were awesome, still awesome to this day. I love them, but they simply did not have, you know, things in excess. So yeah. Yeah. Because of that, I kind of used to get picked on when I was a lot smaller. Right. Mm -hmm. And so um, what that kind of forced me to do when I got, I think, 15 and I realized I could get a job and I didn't necessarily have to wear hand me downs and things like that. I was like, you know what? I'm going to make some money for myself. I'm going to buy my own clothes. I don't have to worry about getting my friends clothes like none of that. 15. I got a job, got my first check. I was like, oh. (laughs) oh okay I can do this for myself I don't need necessarily need anybody to help me with certain things now was that a good thing you know it kind of had its good and bad because yeah like even now to this day I kind of have this up and down relationship with money but it's because of that but that's kind of what drove the independent part of me just kind of realizing that okay I could do this for myself I don't necessarily yeah. need anybody again not saying that's a great thing but that's yeah the spark so that's the business side that's the creative side in a nutshell and that's pretty much me I love it I absolutely love it that was and long <laughs> no but that was so good and insightful because yeah. when it comes to um a truly creative soul uh creativity extends beyond artistic things mm-hmm you know, if you're creative, you don't have to be an artist per se. Creativity just simply means you, you make something out of nothing. Exactly. Uh, and, that's, my and that's why I love that. It, it reminds me a lot about uh, myself growing up when you say you would create the games and, and all of that stuff and activities. I loved doing that. I really? even, um, I made my family do Bible study like church service. Cause I was like obsessed with church. <laughs> I loved I, I'm not gonna say I didn't love God, but I absolutely loved church. church. I loved the environment. And I'm like, when we go home, church don't have to end. We're gonna have a service. We had rules. We had all this kind of stuff. Oh my I, told, I told them no sinning in service. That was, that was my number one rule. Oh my God. What goodness. that meant. Were you the preacher? I was. I was everything. Pastor. Oh my God. Everything. I can't. And, and they entertained me with this mess. So I don't know. <laughs> You started out by talking about your creative side, which mm-hmm. I have seen. Um, and for those who may not know who are listening, Ladidra is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and not just funny, but fun. And I, I love how she just lightens the, the space. Like, especially now, there's so much heaviness yeah. It happens, uh, especially throughout the last year or so. Right. We've lost so much. There's been so many, um, so much chaos mm-hmm. that it's refreshing to see people who still have that joy, who still have that optimism and can find humor 
yeah, in, in, yeah. in a moment. So I think that's so important. You know, we talk a lot about our immune system, mm-hmm. our finances, but we also need joy. Yes. We need a sense of humor. We need yes. to be able to see the sun behind right. the clouds. So right. I appreciate how you, um, how you touch people in that way. So because of that, I want to talk comedy. I want to talk uh, Ladidra Renee. Is it Renee? Yes, Renee. Renee mm-hmm. TV. Um, and why are you like this? <laughs> why are you like why this? You, like you this? know, why? If you know how many times I got asked that question, like, why are you like this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but so let me go back real quick. So honestly, I did not even realize I was affecting Away. or impacting yeah. people. Like, I didn't know I was inspiring people. I didn't know I was, I had this kind of effect. I really didn't. I was literally just being who I was because things would just come to me like the stupidest stuff. And I was (laughs) like, I need an outlet. Like I have to put this somewhere because I can't just keep all this stuff in my head. Like I'm seeing, like I'm walking down the street and like, I'm creating a whole skit in my head. Like, okay, that person just did Mm -hmm. that. Oh, that would have been so hilarious. Or I'm sitting in church and like people shouting or just something stupid yeah. and I'm creating this entire skit. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I got to have someone to put this. Um, so that's kind of how LaDidra and TV was birthed um, because I needed an outlet. And yeah. basically it started and it, and it's going to transition into something else later, which we'll get mm-hmm. to, but it started with me just um, kind of just putting myself out there Um allowing myself to kind of just be the creative person that I was in a different way. So, um, like, like I said, I would just, you know, think of skits, things like that. Mm -hmm. And then I would have to go through the process of being this person, being the actor, being the second actor, Mm -hmm. being the third actor. And I'm like, okay, this is like really a thing. (laughs) So, but then I had to like figure out, okay, well now I have to edit the videos and now I have to like put them together and learn all that stuff. So, um, just kind of started doing that, learning some things. I already knew about video editing for the most part. Cause I played on my computer forever yeah. as a child. Um, and then that's kind of how, kind of how it was birthed, yeah. but also, so there was just the funny side, right? Just mm-hmm. the cracked up stuff, just putting skits together. But then I noticed God like used me in a different way. Like, okay. So I do have a call in to, to, to preach, mm-hmm. right? But it was like certain serious, very serious things would come to me. Like I would feel burdened, right? About certain Mm -hmm. things, maybe things that go on in church or wherever. And then, but God would use me to do a video about it. And it may have Mm -hmm. some humor to it or, you know, or it may just be very thought provoking, but I was like, okay, God, this is different. I don't know. How is this ministry? Like, how is this? Yeah, I don't get it, but I'll do it. But then I'll put it out there. People be like, oh my gosh, I can relate to that. Blah blah blah. Yeah. That's kind of how I just kept doing it and you know, just kept going from there. So in a nutshell, it's my creative outlet. (laughs) Mm, So many things start that way. Yeah, right. Yeah. So many things start that way. And um, you know, sometimes, you know, family and even sometimes friends don't even understand. They're like, but why? Yeah, why, why are you doing it? it's like I need an outlet yeah if I don't make this stuff and just get it off of me because mm-hmm. it's not even about 
it's not even about popularity. It's not about really even people loving it. It's just, I have these ideas. It's going to drive me crazy. It's going to keep playing in my mind until I get it out. When you're creative, creating is therapy for you. Yes, that's what I was going to say. And I, I did not care one bit about likes. Like when I started, I don't even think skits were a big thing back then. Right. I just knew I needed, like you said, I needed to get it out. And that was the only way when I got it out. I was like, oh, that was awesome. And mm-hmm. I felt great about it. But yeah, yeah, I didn't care about popularity. Um, It started coming. And then, you know, I kind of got caught up in that whole, mm-hmm. oh, I got a thousand yeah you know likes and things like that but yeah that's not how it started at all yeah yeah and so I think that's encouraging to know though if you are creative you don't need permission to make something you don't need this grand reason you don't have to be commissioned to do something you don't need to uh somebody to ask you okay I'll pay you this I'm gonna hire you to do you don't have to wait for all of that if you're creative it just oozes out of you naturally it exudes from you so that is what you have so do it just like we're humans and we breathe yeah you know creating is like air for many of us so just do it like who cares people don't understand it doesn't matter because a lot of times you're ahead of the time Mm-hmm. or, or you, you are discerning or perceiving a direction. Um, I, I like to, you know, I'm a woman of faith, so I believe that's God. So a lot of times that's God speaking through you. Yes. And um, it speaks to you, but it may also speak to others. Right, it's not right. about fame, but I, I do think there's a purpose to it all or else we wouldn't have it. Absolutely. You know? And yeah. so you, you said a mouthful, like, and like, like you said, we're far ahead many times. And yeah. that's kind of the fearful part too of being a creative because you're thinking of, you know, different things that you can do. God may be showing you things you're like, but wait, guys, nobody else is doing it. Like, I don't see yeah. it anywhere else, but that's the part of being a trailblazer as well. So, mm-hmm. I mean, how can you blaze a trail if the trail's already, it's already there? there. No, you're the one, <laughs> you're, you're blazing a trail. It's okay? you, boo. <laughs> yeah, it's you. <laughs> it's that you have to like let go of that fear though because yeah. fear can really creep up like even with me um and I hope I'm not going too far off but no go ahead even with me like I see so many things so far ahead but nobody has done it but then it's like okay this is how I used to be so I would see somebody doing it and I'd be like okay now it's okay mm-hmm. but that's not right no you're you're called to go ahead and blaze that trail yeah so now I'm okay with doing it but I'm telling you like to any creatives out there, you have to let go of that fear. You might not see it. You probably won't see it. You're, you're not going to see it. I'll yeah. go as far as say you're not going to see it, but yeah. be okay knowing that you're the one that's supposed to create that. Yes. You're the one that's supposed to create it because it's going to be done. Yeah. Like all the things that I've waited on over the years, I look up and it's like, I can't even be mad. I can't even be upset mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. God showed me that <laughs> four, five, six years ago. Right. And I felt so uncomfortable uh-huh. and just not affirmed. I didn't have yeah. support. You know, uh-huh. what are they going to think? I didn't do it. Then I look up and it's being it's done, done, executed with less than I, than right. I would have started with. <laughs> so, right. so don't be afraid, just do it. And even if you do it and it doesn't catch on, not that that that's even your reason, but if you do it and you feel like it's still out of place, um, it's, it's going to come around. It's yeah. going to come around. That's not your responsibility. Just That's- do, just do it. If it's for you to do, just do it. 
You better say that. We could stay on that all day. We could stay on that all day. (laughs) We could stay on that all day. But I love what you said. I wrote it down. You said, God, I don't get it, but I'll do it. I don't get it, but I'll do it. Yeah. You like to get everything. Yeah, I have to get everything because I have to be in control. (laughs) And I'm working on that. Yeah. It's like, what is this? You just yeah. sending me out here? Yeah, I think that's um, I, that's so good. Again, we could, we're probably gonna touch on that again before we get yeah. done. But that is so good. So, you are also a musician. Yes. So you're not only an artist, a businesswoman. You're also a musician. Um, who who do you look up to in in the industry? In any industry, really? Uh, well, any genre. It could be you know, Christian artists, whoever look up up to and why? Um, so good question. So, so I am a drummer. Um, just putting it out there. I didn't know you knew I was a musician by the way. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, so I'm a drummer, but I don't actually look up to any drummers. Okay. But, um, as far as, so genres, so I love Neo soul. Um, Mm -hmm. gospel is number one, but then there's Neo Soul. So I love India Ari because yeah. she's creative, right? Mm-hmm. So she just, I don't, I just love how she, you know, her yeah. lyrics and things like that. Um, so I look up to her as far as, you know, certain, certain styles of music. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as a musician, um, I don't know that I have a favorite musician. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. don't know. But, okay. um, but in the entertainment field, definitely I would say Steve Harvey. <laughs> really yes because he is just I did not expect you to say yeah that. he is amazing to me I I don't know is he's so multifaceted but yes his ability to entertain to me is just it's awesome it's amazing but he's also you know the businessman mm. and you know all that so I like him a lot that is so interesting <laughs> yeah. so what so wait I cannot okay. let that go. You, I don't know what I was expecting you to say. I just didn't expect you to say Steve Harvey. So <laughs> what about, so I get the business side of it because he is multifaceted and, and all of that. Um, but what about him as an entertainer just speaks to you? What inspires you about his execution? I think his ability to capture any stage that he sets mm. foot on like he can he can relate to anybody so yeah. he he's hilarious right that's his yeah thing. he's a comedian and I don't consider myself a comedian I actually don't like when people call me that by okay. the way but, <laughs> but <laughs> that's all you that already no 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 uh-uh. it's another story okay <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you can invite him anywhere but he knows how to use that humor he knows how to use his gifts to still capture that yeah. audience and like leave you laughing but leave you thinking leave you yeah like I like that so that's kind of how I am or how you know I aspire to be as well like I'm yeah I'm you know funny but I'm also inspirational well you know mm-hmm. so I've been told um impactful like I I like to be able to do that um and I just like that he can do that anywhere he goes yeah it's impressive yeah he his his he has a very strong presence yes um very very strong and that's one of the I don't want to call it a creepy thing but it's kind of an eerie thing like when you meet a celebrity or it doesn't even have to be a celebrity but just someone with a really strong presence Mm -hmm. watch them uh they are that 
they they are that when you meet them and so you, know you, you have that hmm? did you know you have that oh my goodness Absolutely. She has taken over your creative. I'm not going to take over, but I promise you the really? first time I saw you. Yes. I was like, whoa, like, and not like, because you're beautiful, nothing like that. It was just something like you commanded the room. Like we were wow. all in this, this waiting area. Right. Yeah. I remember. I remember. And, yeah. And I was like, something about her. Wow. Yeah. yeah so you have it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. But, but I'm not going to, I'm not going oh, to, right. Cause I just thought of like 10 things to ask you right now, but we'll, we'll talk after we'll talk after the part but, two. Um, <laughs> well, thank you for that. But yeah, when, when you meet people that you've watched and that it, it is that like, it's not smoke screen. Sometimes it can be, it's not, yeah. you know, industry tricks. There are right. really people who have that just commanding presence. Mm -hmm. And I agree with you. He's able to connect any stage he's on you know yeah. with just who he is and you listen yeah. to him and you're like okay that's Steve you know that's whether you authentic yeah, yeah he is that wherever he is so yeah that was that's a cool response I like that so you've got a lot of things that you're into so I can only imagine how your brain works you know because you can go from music to thinking up skits to inspiring people, motivating people, making them think. Um, and you also have the business side. So with the pandemic, I'm praying that we are nearing the end of, of what we've been going through, but how did that impact your output, your creative output? Some people it helped some people, it was wearing them out. So how did it impact you? Um, for me, it actually did both. So okay. at the start of the pandemic, I was, I hate to say excited, but because mm. we were in isolation and I'm an introvert, I was like, yes, it's <laughs> like, oh yeah, I got this. this is nothing. So I'll just create, 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 mm -hmm. create. And then I don't know, something happened and I don't know if it's like, I can be a hybrid between introvert, extrovert, if, if it, needs to mm -hmm. I don't know if my extrovertedness was starting to come out or something but I started feeling really down mm -hmm. and I was just like okay where are my friends like yeah. I don't it was like because a lot of things were happening at the same time like some friends we were just kind of growing apart you know mm -hmm. nothing bad but it was just like okay uh where where are my friends like where's my crew yeah. I didn't feel like I had that circle to call on like I used mm -hmm. to so then I felt lonely and I was wow. like, oh no, this is not good. So I went through like, maybe it wasn't long, but maybe a couple months where it was just like, I don't really feel like creating. I don't mm -hmm. feel like doing anything. Um, and then unfortunately, like I experienced a very traumatic uh, <laughs> situation with the connection that I was in that was very toxic. And okay. that took me like downhill, right? Mm. So all of this is going on. And I was just like, God, what? Yeah. What am I supposed to be doing right now? Like, you're going to have to take me out of this. Mm -hmm. And um, actually, that's kind of how the my bit the other business, my apparel line actually mm -hmm. kind of got birth through that. It was through those moments where he was like in the process of healing me through that. But I was able to um, to stay busy. Mm -hmm. But while I was healing, it was like, OK, it I had another creative outlet that I could use to. Yeah. To, to just get through that process. So. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a combination of, of both. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was something. Ooh, I feel that it was like a pendulum. Yes. Like, <laughs> like you said at the beginning of it, when you're an introvert, which so am I. Okay. Um, it's like, oh, I got this. Like this is the Girl. moment I was made for. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yes. I'm about to have Netflix going. What? I'm about to be working, <laughs> eating, like yes. doing everything Every I want to do right here in my home so it was cool yeah. and then like several months into it it's like oh yeah this is my real life this is what I'm dealing with stuff starts coming to the surface you can't mm-hmm. ignore mm-hmm. things yep. you're trying to grow through the process people yeah. are changing yeah manifesting and, yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> you're like you start really confronting realness it was a very surgical experience I think for, for most of us. Yeah. That's like, a good word. I like, oh that. man, I don't know anybody who is coming out of the pandemic unchanged, No, <laughs> you know, everybody unchanged. Yeah. 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 For sure. Oh my goodness. It's something you said though at the end mm, and it left my mind, but I do want you to specifically state what, what your apparel line is called. So you were doing, uh, business you're doing real estate mm-hmm. and then that through the pandemic through everything you're experiencing you birthed a, a, an apparel line yeah tell me about that tell us what what that's called and like what the message of it is sure hold on let me adjust yeah it's Mike no okay problem. so I w- I've been a real estate agent for 10 years okay okay um for about seven of those years, it was great. Um, I was pretty happy. Um, around about your, you know, eight or so, I kind of got um, tired of it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't a passion anymore, just being honest. Um, I don't know if it was just dealing with people. The stress of it is a very stressful job. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had got out of the business. I said, you know what? I'm quitting. I went on Facebook. This was like 2018. I went on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm done with real estate guys, blah, 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 blah. And I thought I was good. And yeah. then long story short, I ended up having to go back into it because, you know, that was my bread and butter. I couldn't necessarily find another way to make the money that, you know, yeah. I was comfortable with. So I just went back into it. Right. But then it was like, that same feeling started coming back. It's like, girl, this is not what you're supposed to be mm. doing. <laughs> so you're going to have to get up, get on out. Like, you know, mm. like you were told before, you're not supposed to be doing this. So um, I kind of, you know, gradually got out or whatever. But during that same time, like, again, the creative side of me and we're in a pandemic, real estate yeah. has started drying up anyway. And it was just kind of like, mm. gosh, this is, how many more signs do you need? Like my clients literally stopped calling. I don't know what happened. Wow. Dried up zero dollars. So, um, I was like, okay, I got to figure it out. So slowly getting out of it, exiting. But then at the same time, God was speaking to me about my clothing. Well, t-shirt line. It's really, I just say, um, apparel line, but it's really just t-shirts, um, like statement t-shirts and hoodies and things like that. But, um, I always like a few years back, I had this idea like, okay, I have so many thoughts and creative sayings. I think I should just put them on shirts or something. Mm-hmm. Like, again, needing an outlet, right? Mm-hmm. Like, let me just put them on shirts. But back then that wasn't the time. Like yeah. I never felt the the green light to go ahead and do it. And that's why time is so important. Wow. But 
October last year, I got the green light. Like while I was going through the trauma, you know, trying to heal, I got the green light to go ahead and do it. And so I only had two phrases <laughs> um, yeah. at the time. And I put both of them out. I didn't know anything about graphic design. Right. Wow. Like Illustrator. I'm not sure if you're familiar with all the programs and all that, but mm-hmm. like Adobe Illustrator, mm-hmm. all that. I didn't know anything about Adobe Illustrator. I learned it was the Holy Spirit teaching me how to do mm-hmm. this stuff, taught me how to do um, designing and printing and all these methods and things like that. Wow. So it only took a month and I was I, I was up and running, um, got a coach. I didn't realize how big the t-shirt business was. Like I found out mm. people were making like six figures easily to like 20K a month and things like that. My coach was making 20K a month. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> good work. <laughs> so she showed me how to do it and yeah. started running ads and things like that. And that, and it actually did very, very well, surprisingly. Um, so um, that's kind of what it is. It's called Candor Co Apparel. Okay. And it's basically whatever's on my mind. Mm-hmm. It's on the shirt, honestly. I love like, it. But it's it's inspirational. Um, some of it is faith-based, some of it is humor, right? Because mm-hmm. I can't, I was gonna actually uh try to exclude the humor part. But mm-hmm. I'm like, why? That's who I am. Like, I cannot do that. Like, yeah. what do you do it? So, like, one of my sh- like I got have on the shirt now, mm-hmm. like was a bestseller. It said That's, I could what does it say? You have to see the shirt. <laughs> it says <laughs> I could have been petty, but God. But God. So <laughs> the funny thing though, how I <laughs> advertised it, again, you got to think outside of the box being a creative. So everybody mm-hmm. has like sponsored ads on social media, right? Yeah. And so but I was like, okay, I have to be different. So I got an idea of have calling my cousins who are musicians. They put together actual shout track and made a song out of it. And it's wow. a whole it's a whole song on social media right now, and it went viral. And so yes. the shirts blew up. So yes. <laughs> it's just stuff like that. But long story short, it is it is a statement mm-hmm. shirt, hoodie, sweatshirt brand. I love it. And I remember that ad, that video. Oh, you saw it? Okay. Yes. And my eyes are just dancing. I'm like, oh, she's going to come talk to me about this. Uh, <laughs> yep, that's how that one came. It was yeah. an idea. But again, like you said, telling your, you know, telling people about it and they're like, mm-hmm, I don't get it. Yeah. Told my mentor about it. She didn't get it until she saw it. And she was yeah. like, oh my gosh, girl. Yeah. Like, so, That's why you I, can't, you can't. Oh my goodness. You Just cannot allow people's opinions to dictate. No, and that's not even trying to be shady or anything no, like that. Just no. for you, that's not the voice that should be guiding you. Mm-hmm. Now, I believe in having a multitude of counsel, but when you feel that thing, that go, go. And like you said, I actually want to ask you when you were talking about you had the idea a while ago to do the shirts, right? But you didn't feel the green light. So what was, because a lot of times we get ideas and we feel like that's the green light to do it just because we see it, just because we feel it, just because we understand it. Right. But that doesn't necessarily mean that's the time for you to do it. No. So what what dictates what's a green light moment 
That is a great question. And it's something I'm still learning. Yeah. Um, so back then, and this may not happen for other people, but back yeah. then it was like, I had somebody else who, you know, wanted to kind of join in with me. And mm. you know, I thought it was oh, okay. It'll be a great idea. But then yeah. I realized that that the toxic toxicity yeah. of the thing that would not be a good idea mm-hmm. so I held off for that reason but I also it's just something on the inside and I don't know like like for me I believe in the Holy Spirit right yeah and so for me it was just like I did not feel peace about it to go ahead and go yes but then it was like later on in October it was like this this bubbling up inside mm-hmm. of me like go forth and I don't know another way to describe what that feels like or what dictates it. But for me, it's just that, that inner knowing it's like an yeah. inner knowing. Yeah. 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 Mm, that peace. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's peace. So yeah, yeah. if I would have started and if I would have started back then, it would have been a disaster. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Holy spirit is so important. And, yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't really talk a lot about, you know, I don't get like deep into things yeah. on, on the podcast, but you yeah. know, there's a lot of believers who listen and yeah. y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And and like when you said the Holy Spirit taught me like the different applications of software, the illustrator and all that, that is so true. A lot of times we look at people and what they do and we're like, how is it that they're doing that? I can never do that. You know, they just sit there on one night and figure all this stuff out or, or whatever, a couple of weeks, but they're graced to do that. Right. Yes. So there's something that you're graced to do. If yes. you're listening, there's something that you're graced to do, right. but if you don't give it the opportunity and actually start just to see there's no way you're going to tap into that, that grace space yeah. for, for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's some things I look back at and I'm like, I should have been paying people to do this, but I probably didn't have it to pay people, mm-hmm. you know, and God will just show you how to go about doing it. Maybe yeah. you won't win an award for it, but it's effective and right. it gets the job done for what you need to do. So that's all you need to worry about. So what drives you to stay motivated? What drives me? I would have to say knowing that I impact people, Mm. like knowing the impact that I have on a person. Um, That may be secondary, but I I think that's to me now where I am, Mm -hmm. it really like knowing that, okay, I can create something, take something out of nothing, make something and then it actually inspires somebody like wow. somebody got something out of it. It mm-hmm. made somebody laugh like, yeah. And I don't, I don't do it for likes and things like that, but to know that it, it does help to keep going. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if that's the main thing that keeps me going. Um, maybe, maybe now that that's what does before. I just think I had an inner drive that just, I don't know where it came from. Honestly, it was just mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's just because I'm going oriented and, mm-hmm. you know, just once I set my mind to do something, I just do it and get hundred yeah. percent. Cause that's just how I'm wired. But right now I would have to say just knowing that the impact that I have mm. on a person's life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need each other. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it's yeah. not direct, but you speaking about that kind of makes me uh, think of um, the stage Like, you know, I've done plays and theater and that's one of the things that motivates me 
because of the things people say after they see a performance. Yeah. Like, oh, you brought me back to, um, you know, when I was a kid and I went through this. And right. not even the stage, but just um, even ministry, like dates that I would do. Um, and it it didn't even have to be speaking. It could have been dance. Like right. I, I would literally have women come up to me after and fall on me crying mm. because something about the dance that I did wow. opened up this thing inside of them. Uh, maybe they were abused when they were younger, um, wow. something they never confronted. And then that would be a whole nother you know, ministry moment, but yeah, yeah, it's something about when you realize how, what you do impacts people. Yes. You cannot deny that. Even if you're not a people person. And I'm not, (laughs) but yes, you're right. Isn't that strange? People with these frontline gifts to make people laugh, to inspire, (laughs) you know, we like our time. (laughs) to power up to fuel up it's like oh I gotta go to my car my battery just died my social battery just I I can give you a good three hours uh for yeah a good three hours good three okay and I'm I'm good I'm charged and I'm telling you I give you the best yes when I get back home it's a wrap I'm walking in the door like Like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) oh man so do you have any advice for somebody who may be struggling to pivot in an unexpected season? They were on this track. They had all these ideas, all these goals. And then maybe it was COVID. Maybe it was a relationship. Maybe it was family stuff, whatever. Now they're going into a season that they didn't anticipate. Um, what would be your advice on how to pivot through something like that? How long do I have to answer that question? Oh my goodness. However long you want. All right. I'm not going to be too long. Um, So that is a great question because I'm actually in that same position Mm. and it was very unexpected. And I'm actually referring to the t-shirt line, which is the weirdest thing ever. Yeah. So I was doing amazing, right? I quit my day job that I had started because I was, I mean, my, I was doubling every month, boom, boom. And you know, Mm -hmm. right. And then Apple and Facebook decided, and I'm not going to get too techie about what happened. Mm -hmm. Apple and Facebook decided they had a disagreement with something that basically disrupted advertisers. And so advertisers are now seeing a drastic drop in sales because Mm -hmm. of that update and so that affected my business mm-hmm. right when I was going on up right yeah and I was like god are you serious right now <laughs> like I just quit this day job that I did not want at all because I was no longer in real estate yeah killing right mm-hmm. now I quit this day job because I don't like day jobs right mm-hmm. but what is going on yeah so my advice to them, your listeners and Mm me, Mm -hmm. let me encourage myself while encouraging Mm -hmm. you all. (laughs) I would have to say focus, keep your focus on the promise and not necessarily the path. Okay. The promise is whatever it is that, you know, either was spoken over you, whatever you believe to be true about you, that end goal, like, you know, that thing, whether or not it's financial success, whether or not mm-hmm. it's um, starting this 
a business or writing this book, like whatever it is, keep that at the focus because the path might change. Yeah. Right. The path mm-hmm. may look dark. Mm-hmm. The path may look rocky. Yeah. It, but if you focus on the promise, that'll allow you to not be so afraid to change the path. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So that's, that's what I'm doing. I'm focusing yeah. on the promise. I know what, what I saw regarding mm-hmm. this business, regarding my other businesses. I know mm-hmm. what the end goal looks like. Right. But the path is changing. Like there, there's a lot of pivoting going on. Yeah. And I can't say I like it, but if I focus on the pivot, like if I focus on that, I'm not going to get to the promise. So yeah. If that's you, I would just say, focus on the uh, promise, focus on the end goal. Don't mm-hmm. be so, so concerned about the path that it takes. Yeah, you're going to be fearful. Yeah, you know, it might be some unexpected things, but just just, just go with the flow. Um, yeah. You know, deal with that fear, deal with the root of that fear. You know, how mm-hmm. you may have to deal with it. You know, you may have to speak with someone about it, kind of yeah. put some things, but just be okay knowing knowing that the promise was made. Mm, that's so good it it makes me think about when you're a kid and you're on a road trip and you know where you're where the destination is and you're like are we there yet are we are we there yet oh are we there yet yes are we there yet yes but if you can just stay mindful of where you know you're going to end up (laughs) you can just sit back relax doesn't it's not easy it's easier said than done but Try not to let the scenery distract you from yes. what you know the truth is. That's good. Um, a lot of times we go through things and I, I keep this in my mind. You know, God is awesome. He's wonderful. There's so many things that we don't even can't even begin to understand. He's so complex. Mm. But the truth that he gives us is really so simple. Yeah, it's really so simple. But that doesn't mean it's easy. It's not. So the journey the path, the time, the experience may not always be the easiest thing, but the truth is always very simple. If he said that he was going to do it, he's going to do it. it. If you are purpose for this, your purpose will be fulfilled. It's really as simple as that. So never allow anything to get so confusing. When when you feel like you're in a moment where you feel like you're going crazy, Mm -hmm how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? What about this? What about this? What about this? Nine times out of 10, even if they are legitimate concerns, most times you are overcomplicating something. Oh, absolutely. So get back to, get back to the, the simple thing. Yeah. And that's not easy, but you can do it. You can do it. So I love to journal. I like to write things down in simple ways because when I'm going through something sometimes I can't do the too many abstract things Mm -hmm. (laughs) like I I need to know the one two three the abc of where my focus and my energy needs to be yeah Uh, so if you're if you trust God trust him that's so trust him trust so good yeah I so appreciate you sharing that and we have to support your apparel line so tell us where we can find the merchandise sure so you can go to www.candor c-a-n-d-o-r c-o co apparel.com 
Absolutely. I'll make sure I'm going to slap that on this video (laughs) (laughs) probably 20 times. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So what is next for you? What's next for Ladidra? Any new interests? Yeah. Life goals. Yeah. Actually, I do. Um, big things are are next. Like, even though with this, you know, little hiccup, whatever, it's fine. I know mm-hmm. how to pivot. Okay, I just landed a job or whatever, a great job yeah. that'll do what it needs to do until okay. I figure out things, right? But yeah. what I actually plan on relocating a pretty big relocation. Mm-hmm. Um, getting out of North Carolina. Wow. Um, yeah. And uh Media is what's next, long story short. So with Ladija Renee TV, so yeah, you know, the skits and things were great when they were great. However, I felt like I needed to pause and kind of regroup. So I hadn't been yeah. doing those for a while. Like I just kind mm-hmm. of paused, but I was like, why am I pausing, pausing, you know? But um, I realized it was to, to kind of regroup um, and get to the next level. So next level is actually more like, mainstream I would say like uh, I don't want to put it out there like Mm because if I put it out there it's real but movies reality tv (laughs) that type of thing I just said it that's my (laughs) exclusively here yeah so that's a pretty big shift for me um so with that being said you know I'm trying to limit my social media time and things like that just to really get my mind focused Mm -hmm. okay the next level is big, so I have to do what I need to do to prepare for it. So mm, that gave us the exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> I am so excited for you. Thank That's you. That's such a pure heart and soul, and you are so special and, oh. and necessary. And I don't say that in a cute way. I really, <laughs> really mean that. Um, I'm thankful that you agreed to have this conversation, and. And we're all in something, right? We're all in the midst of something and we're becoming and we're growing and achieving and we're checking the box on a lot of things and then entering into new journeys. Mm -hmm. So, and and I feel that, I feel like this is a really, um, uh, what's the word? Mm, Like a a ripe moment for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so I, I really, I don't take it lightly that, that you're speaking with me today. Oh, wow. so, um, yeah, I'm going to tell everybody I know about oh. about what you're doing and and make sure that we support you. I love this conversation. I, I think it's been awesome. I had a great time. This is awesome. Yeah. I yeah. Agree. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, hey, friends. Thank you again for tuning in to your creative best podcast. Again, you can find full videos, full episodes on YouTube at Cherish Brown TV. So be sure to check that out and subscribe. One thing that was said during uh, my conversation with Ladija that really stuck with me, she said, God, I don't get it, but I'll do it. I don't get it, but I'll do it. How often do we look for the perfect reasons why we look for the perfect outlook or we we want to see everything before it happens we want to be sure about every single step that we're going to take and life is just not that way you know if you've been purposed to do something if you've been called to do something if you've been created to do something your goal is to just be even if that makes people uncomfortable even if it makes you uncomfortable first and foremost Just say, I don't get it, but I'll do it. Because at some point, it's going to make sense. At some point, you're going to see the bigger picture. 
you know, but if you trust God, why worry? And if you're going to worry, then why trust God? So I enjoyed our time today. I hope you did as well. Be safe, love well, and do something creative today. Thanks for listening and watching.